welcome to Dance Matters Podcast, the place where we talk all things dance and the performing arts industry. A place where we share knowledge and real stories from people in the industry in the hope of inspiring and educating. We are your hosts, Kaylee and Charlie. Welcome to episode 68 and our second amazing interview of season two. We are so thankful that we got the opportunity to sit down and talk to today's guest. I know, Charlie, that this was an interview you had been desperate to do ever since you first came across this choreographer. Absolutely. This person is such an inspiration to me. I love her choreography. I'm absolutely in awe of her and so very lucky to have been able to be taught by her. Paris Kavanagh is one to watch. Starting out as a young gymnast who just wanted to dance with her friends, Paris quickly found that her true passion lied in dance. At 13, she headed off to the Talent Development High School at Brent Street, where she trained extensively. Since graduating, Paris has become a highly sought-after choreographer. She has worked with Guy Sebastian, Samantha Jade, Delta Goodrum, TLC, Little Mix, Jessie J, and many more. Paris teaches classes all across Australia. And she was just recently named as the choreographer for the Dream Dance Company's 2021 show. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it. Hi Paris, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Paris, you are one of the most highly sought after dancers and choreographers in Australia, but can you take us back to where your love of dance first began? I actually started in gymnastics and I went to a gymnastics school when I was about, I think, four or five when I was really young. And then when I got to about nine or ten, I remember it started to get quite intense, like the training, because I was, I think I was starting like the competitions and everything in gymnastics. And then all my friends were going to dancing and I was getting a little jealous. I'm like, everyone goes to dancing mum and she's like oh do you want to try it and I was like yeah right so I went with one of my best friends to a dance class right near me and I loved it so I just continued from there and then I stopped doing gymnastics and from then on I just committed to dancing so that's kind of how that started. Where did you train growing up and what styles did you start with? I went to AP Performers which is right near me in Tarrant Point. And I think I did every style. I did ballet, lyrical, jazz, contemporary. I think I did hip hop and tap as well. Yeah, I think I did everything there. And when I got to 13, I moved to Brent Street, the high school and the after school classes. Were you into solos, the Steadfords, troops? Did you do all of that? Yeah, I did. I loved in a Steadford and I still do. <laughs> like, even though I don't do it now, I love to go and watch. But yeah, I did. I did solos since I like pretty much started the first or second year and I did them all the way up until 17 I think and then I stopped from there. Are you crazy? Who loves in a Stedford day? (laughs) I I love it. I don't know what it is. I just I like to watch and I I don't know I love the environment. It's a little bit crazy and I I like to go. Can you be her substitute mother and take Charlie sometimes? I'll take Charlie to dance all the dance competitions. (laughs) (laughs) can you remember your first solo I can't remember my very first solo but I do remember I did one of the first ones was don't stop me now queen a jazz and I loved it and I still remember I think there's photos at my nan's house and I had a red and silver costume and I (laughs) that was one of like near the beginning but I don't remember if that was my first that was a fun one I like that you attended Brent Street Academy or the talent development high school as it was known then you started there at 13 why did you decide to move there I was just loving dancing and I remember watching them at one of the competitions and I was like oh my god I want to join that group because I remember watching Michael Domeski he was at the competition and I was like oh my god that guy's so good like I want to go to Brent Street and I realized I had a high school and I was like how cool would that be if I could do three hours of dancing a day and three hours of academics a day 
So I was like, mom, I have to go there. So yeah, that's kind of how that happened. And I've always just done dancing. I've never really sung or acted. And mom's like, you know, you have to sing an act to get in to audition. And I was so nervous, but I ended up being like, I'm just going to push through and do it. And then, yeah, it's like one of the best decisions I've ever made doing that. How did you find it? Did it suit you in terms of keeping up with your schoolwork and developing your dance training? Yeah, for sure. I think it depends on your own personality, but I definitely felt like it suited me and like how I like to learn. Because It's pretty much homeschooling, but with all your friends in one room. And I think it's a little different now these days. I think they focus on academics more than what it was back in the day but I did fine (laughs) but then I think some friends could say differently (laughs) but I think I was quite driven and I like to do things on my own anyway I don't really need someone to help me through it obviously there was someone there to guide us through things we couldn't get but generally I I found it fine I quite liked it did you go into full-time dance training once you finished there yeah I did uh I got my cert four in dance in the full-time course after I finished year 12. Pretty much did like full-time dance year 7 to year 12 and then full-time for one year. Yeah okay so you did the one-year course. Yeah. What pathway did you take after you finished full-time? Did you find it hard or easy to get work in the industry? I wasn't constantly working straight away. I didn't get job after job but I did learn some pretty like cool things every now and then. That's kind of how my journey was. Like I would do nothing for a while and then I'd get one like amazing job and then I do nothing for a bit and then another amazing job that was how it started for me and then as a youth went on then it was more constant and I was starting to get regular work but I always taught like week to week because that was always a big passion of mine so I taught and then when I had a job I'd do the job and cancel teaching for a few days. You're passionate about teaching you enjoy doing it it's not something you just do to supplement your dance career? No I, I love teaching people always say try focus more on just dance and I'm like oh I actually love teaching like I really do I like to choreograph and I like teaching my choreography to kids and I like seeing their growth and I I really enjoy it even if I was working all the time every day like I'd still I'd miss teaching I'm quite passionate about it is it hard to keep up the motivation when the jobs are few and far between it's one big one and then a big break from any no I don't find that I find once again my inspiration comes more from teaching and choreographing so I don't really find that you have a management company can you tell up and coming dancers what the role of an agent is and why it's important to find the right one once you get an agent they will help you get auditions help you get jobs and I feel like um even just for like advice or like if you have a contract that they need to read through they will do all of that for you which I find really good as for agents though there are so many great ones maybe one might be more musical theater one might be more commercial and then one might be more acting so I think you need to find the one that suits you best but on that note I also feel Even if you don't get an agent, I think you can still work no matter what. So you don't need an agent to have a dance career. There's a lot of independent people that don't have agencies that have gotten so much work. So yeah, I do think um, it is very important, but you can also get by not having one as well. You've danced for some top artists like Guy Sebastian, Samantha Jade, TLC and Little Mix. What do you enjoy about doing that? I honestly find it so fun and I like because they're all quite famous I like examining how their personalities are I know this isn't dance related but I really like examining them as people because you're like are they going to be humble down to earth are they going to be like a crazy famous person are they going to be I quite like that as well but even one time I worked with an artist on set for a TVC and she was so crazy and literally I felt so scared but then after I was like that was epic she was so scary. 
scary. <laughs> like, I just thought it was so cool. And I was like, oh, my God. She's, yeah, she was, like, yelling at us all. But at the time, I was so scared. But then after, I was like, oh, that was really cool. <laughs> Do you find they're pretty good to the dancers or are there different experiences? Some of them don't even want to talk to you. Definitely, you get a bit of both, especially Guy and Samantha Jade. They're so lovely. They're really nice. And they'll come up in their breaks talk to us ask how we are we're eating dinner like come over and chat but then some of they'll keep their distance and like they're not here to socialize which is fine <laughs> do you prefer live performances or film clips oh this is a hard one i think live performances are great because you can hear the crowd and that pushes you a lot i feel like it's a little bit more pressure because if you get it wrong it's live and that's done but if you are like on a music video set it's not as scary but then I guess you don't get the thrill of the audience and everyone cheering so I don't know I quite like both I'd probably say live performances but I really like both sides of it most people would look and go well you're Paris Cab you're not going to get worried about mixing up a step do you ever get worried about making mistakes I do but I feel like I'd rehearse so much that I don't think I will (laughs) like I wouldn't let myself get to that point where I'm like will I know it I'll be up all night long practicing so when I go out there that I just have to have it good and not be worried about it literally just set my phone up in my room until I could do it by myself without anyone around me I think I definitely could like in rehearsals and stuff definitely I always make mistakes but I guess that's what rehearsals are for but yeah on stage I've trained pretty hard so I don't stuff it up at all but it's nice to know that you have to work hard and you have to practice it a lot to be sure of yourself yeah I feel like that's important even when I teach younger kids I'm like practice at home next week you gotta have it perfect for me because I'm like that's what I do so I'm like everyone at home practice as hard as you can what's the reality of shooting for a film clip or television show is it a lot of wait around yeah there's so much waiting around I feel like you'll do one tv commercial that's really maybe 20 seconds long and then the filming went from like 9 a.m till 9 p.m just to get that 30 seconds so it's pretty crazy how long it can take just for like a short amount of time do you get long to rehearse those pieces or is it a pretty short turnaround I find it's quite a short turnaround usually it's like two to three rehearsals and then like go ready to go on stage or go on set I feel even sometimes it could be a one day situation and then go unless you're doing a show that'll be a few weeks rehearsals but for like music videos and just like one-off performances for an artist it'll never be more than like two or three rehearsals yeah right Paris doing some shopping lately I caught eye of you on a poster in Rebel (laughs) do you do a bit of modeling I wouldn't say like I do modeling but I do it kind of comes with dancing sometimes so yeah I've done a little bit of modeling but it's usually like we need dancers to do like some dance moves and then also some modeling shots and like some video content of dancing it comes hand in hand sometimes but yeah I wouldn't call myself a model but it is cool when I get to do those things because I've done quite a few well it looks like modeling shots <laughs> so yeah I've done quite a few of those things now so it's, I'm pretty lucky to get to do both of those so they might call you up for doing a clip for an ad or something and then take some shots out of that yeah so they'll be like hey we need you to do a 30 second dance and then we're also going to get some still photos of you as well so usually it works like that yeah right what are some of the brands you've done that for I've done it for Rebel Sport for JD Sports for Sports Girl and Glue Store. Very interesting. On the top of my head. <laughs> What's been the craziest or hardest audition you've ever been in? Probably, without being too specific, any audition where I've had to sing because I'm not the best singer and I... 
I just remember one and we got through the dance round and then I got to the singing round and they made me sing a song in all three different harmonies. So like low, middle and high. And I was like, oh my God, for me, I'm just like, that's not. (laughs) not for me because I'm just not the best singer I have trained in singing but I just know I'm not great so yeah there's a few singing auditions there that they were pretty crazy especially if you heard me (laughs) (laughs) you've been booked for a lot of jobs what's the key to getting rebooked definitely work ethic I guess different people could say different things but I think if you're in the rehearsal room and you're switched on and you look like you want to be there and you're excited and you work hard and you don't slack off that's a hundred percent a main thing I guess people think of like how you are on the shoot or in the live performance but usually it's like the build-up to it so in the rehearsal room it's probably how you're acting and how hard you're trying and putting into the thing also if you come back the next day and not know the choreography that would be another big issue like you have to come back knowing it and knowing what you're doing otherwise the choreographer wouldn't be very happy with you and as for like talking it's always fine to talk but it's I think it's knowing when to like be quiet and knowing when to like keep your mouth shut because <laughs> it also a lot of the time I'll be with all my best friends so it's like you get talking and then you're like okay now we need to stop so it's just I think knowing all that what would be your performance highlights the things that have been the standout moments this is a little bit random but we did Guy Sebastian at the State of Origin and that just because it was the opening with Guy Sebastian doing choir and I remember all the fireworks going off and then the whole stadium like going like cheering so loud and then I remember standing there I was with Jackie Chambers and we were just standing there looking out and the crowd was going crazy the lights were going everywhere and I was like oh my god Jackie and she's like I know and we were like getting emotional we're like what is going on right now but that was a highlight for me because I feel just the audience and everything the whole surroundings and environment was just so uplifting and exciting I remember that really clearly have you thought about moving overseas to look for dance work this year because of uh COVID me and Blake we're gonna go to London for a while I wasn't going to live there but it was kind of going to be like a testing moment I think we're going to go over and teach in London and see if we liked it and if we wanted to do a little longer but we didn't actually get to do that so yeah it has been a thought on my mind but I'm quite like a homebody and I really do love Australia and I don't know as well because I do love teaching and everything and I love all the kids here I don't know I'm not someone that's like yes I want to move it's more like um maybe I'll see if I like it I don't think I would move to LA I do love going there and I love going on holidays but I don't think I could live there but um that's how I was going to test London out but I didn't get to do that so maybe next year we'll see who are your inspirations my biggest inspirations would be Keone and Mari they're um, two choreographers from America they just have the most epic choreography but other people I also would say like Paris Gobel we have very different choreography but her work ethic and her as a business woman and she's just done she's only I think she's only a few years older than me and she's like choreographed for every single artist under the sun and did the Super Bowl and she's at and just like Justin Bieber's music video then JLo and then yeah literally everyone so I find her really inspirational. What have been the biggest challenges you've faced? I think just as a dancer like you're always going to get knocked back 
back and you're always going to get rejected for some certain things and even if it's something like you really wanted and you're like I want to get this job I think that's something that everyone kind of has to go through and has to try and like tackle because no matter who you are you're not going to get everything you're going to have some knockback so yeah I think that's something that was hard to deal with I don't have anything specific in my mind but I know that in the past I've felt down and been upset because I'm like damn it these people got it and I didn't but I don't ever get like bitter I'm just like oh that's fine it wasn't for me and you can't take it personally either because it could be literally anything it could be how tall you are it could be your shoe size it could be anything because sometimes they'll be like we need five girls and we've only got a size eight shoe so whoever has a size eight shoe we need to find girls like that like sometimes it's literally been like that on jobs so is that how you pick yourself up from those disappointments is just to say well look i wasn't what they were looking for here for this and this reason yeah literally or like sometimes i'm like oh it wasn't my style so obviously i wasn't good enough at that style they wanted so there's always a reason so yeah you just have to deal with it I think you have to have quite thick skin being in the like creative industry no matter what. What is your favourite style to dance? I really love commercial jazz and contemporary and lyrical. <laughs> Sorry, I named all of them. <laughs> what is your favourite style to choreograph? Definitely contemporary. That's my favourite. How would you describe your choreographic style? I would say my choreography is quite intricate, athletic and strong. You have taught me so much about finding all the beats and changes in the music. Why is that so important to you? I think growing up at Brent Street, like it's always been a huge thing and I was taught by Cameron Mitchell and I know he's so big on his music and like he'd be listening to the song in class and he'd be like, oh no, there's, there's another sound, we need to listen to that and put that in the choreography. So I think as a, when I was younger that was really drilled into me as well. I find steps are amazing but if you don't match it to the music then it's nowhere near as amazing as it could be. Where do you come up with ideas for your choreography? I honestly, if I like a song, I'll just play it on repeat like a thousand times. Like no matter where I am in the car, on a walk, I'll put my headphones in. At home, I'll play the song as much as I can and then I'll kind of just listen to the music and see how it makes me want to move or what shapes to create. Also in the shower, I feel like I choreograph heaps in the shower. So it's usually the song will drive my choreography. What do you enjoy about teaching dancing? I really love seeing the improvement on the kids I teach. Like if I am working on one thing one week and then the next week they come back and I can see that they've worked on it and it's getting better and better, then that's something that makes me so happy and that's what I really love to see. If you could tell your 10 year old self any advice what would it be i'd tell myself to work equally as hard in every single style because i definitely feel like i was a kid that i was like i like this style and i'm just gonna try really hard in that but like obviously i, I worked on the other classes but probably not as hard so if i could tell my 10 year old self anything it'd be like, put as much effort into every single class you do no matter if you think you're good at it or not because i would get to hip-hop and i'd be like oh, i'm gonna stand up the back because i'm not the strongest hip-hop dancer but now i'm like damn it why did I not go to the front and put 110% in. So that would probably be my advice. <laughs> if you could change one thing about your life, what would it be? Wouldn't change anything like right now, but if I went back in time, I would probably make myself not be scared of certain 
things and not certain situations. So I feel like a lot of the time, like I'll hold back being like, oh no, I won't do that yet. I'm not ready. So if anything, I'd be like, no, do it now. Like I'm, I'm starting to do that now with my life, but maybe a few years ago, I wish I'd just be like, just do it. Don't be scared. That's one thing that I'd like to change. What are your goals and dreams for the future? My ultimate goals and dreams would be to work with an artist such as like Billie Eilish or Jesse Reyes and do choreography for them. That would be one of my main goals. Paris, where can people find out more information and follow your story? Probably just through my Instagram, if anything. I'm definitely most active on there. So definitely through Instagram. I feel like I share half my life on there through stories and through posts. So that's that's your place. <laughs> and maybe YouTube as well, actually. I, I feel like I've been trying to upload more onto YouTube, especially dance content. So that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. That's okay. Thank you guys so much. I loved coming on here. Bye, Charlie. Bye, Miss Paris. Thank Thank you Paris so much for joining us. It was such an honour talking to you. Remember you can find all of our previous episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Please feel free to get in touch with any feedback or questions you have via DM on Instagram at Dance Matters Podcast. Don't forget to head over to My Diva Squad to check out their amazing bags and dance accessories. They have the best bags. Keep dancing. And remember, listen, love and learn. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.